Lifters Riss, we've got you covered on 97.9 FM. Feel good music. It's time for our aviation update with Putejo Mujabile. He's on the line. Hi, Putejo. Good afternoon. How are you, ma'am? And, Great, uh, thank you. How are you? Where are you in the world today? No, today I'm I'm just here uh, in Gauteng. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're here in Gauteng. In where where are you again? Northcliff. No, 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 no. I'm I'm yeah, just somewhere in Gauteng. But yeah, I'm not in. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we are compromising your security. We are compromising your security. Okay, Putejo, first, first point that we want to touch on is a sad one, right? How pilots are saying that they are constantly being attacked by some individuals within the industry. This is sad. Yeah, South African black pilots, um, they are under severe attack by mm. the right wings that... Uh, um, continue to attack us um, without any merits, to be honest with you. We've got a decent white South Africans that wants to reside in this country and wants the progress in South Africa. But there seems to be some of those that are held bent with the racist slurs that they continue to perpetuate within our industry. And mm. this is uh, something that is concerning, including the CAA's concern about it. So. I just want to take you a big uh, two steps backwards here. So there was a story that uh, made headlines um, a couple of days ago or weeks ago uh, with regard to the flight that was operated by Captain Vusi Kumalo. We know mm. uh, Captain Kumalo, one of the best pilots that South Africa has produced uh, uh, in South Africa, and um, we, we're very much proud of him. So mm. he was coming out of Ghana, Accra, um, on a flight that uh, um, was supposed to have taken off uh, late in the evening out of uh, Accra to Johannesburg. So what then happened was that uh, there was a fuel contamination that was uh, uh, pumped into the airplane. But before he could uh, take off out of uh, Accra to Johannesburg, um, then he realized that, that uh, there was a problem uh, because the Airbus A330 has got um, some of the features that uh, is enabled to detect if there's any contamination on the tanks. And mm. subsequent to that, the, the engineers on the ground, they were alerted and they drained uh, the entire fuel that was pumped into that uh, airplane and uh, clean up all the valves and everything. And uh, by the way, there was also an engineer on board of that plane. They signed it off and agreed that it's safe to fly. And he mm. took the flight to Johannesburg. As he was descending into Johannesburg, uh, north of Khaburoni, uh, one of the engines started giving a little bit of indication that it's under strain, and he throttled it down a bit so that uh, it can uh, uh, not cause a major damage. But it wasn't engine failure, but it, it, it had some defects on it. Uh, to apply the safety measures of that, Captain Kumalo and the crew decided to descend on flight level 19, uh, meaning that they needed to get a bit of a, um, you know, warmer air so that uh, the airplane and the engine can perform, uh, uh, you know, substantially well. And mm. remember, this is in line with the ETOPS. The ETOPS, this is a two-engine airplane that can do longer range, and there's a system called ETOPS. Now, ETOPS gives you not just 180 nautical mine to divert, but it gives you more than that, more than 260, meaning that when they were in Khaburoni, they could even go to Cape Town, for that matter, with that uh, one engine that was there. But Captain Kumalo, being 
experience that he had, he had to apply all the training that he had and uh, landed in Johannesburg, Ugartambo. Runway 03 left safely and there was no incident. And they now want to blame Captain Kumalo for making decision of not landing in Haburoni uh, because uh, they're saying he compromised their safety uh, and so on. But, uh, the, you know, the manner in which they're saying it, they're saying it in a racial way. And there's mm. this character called Guy Leach, a, a racist kind of a, a character that, that, that continue to undermine us. And he goes on and, and, and discredits the black pilots in general, that we, mm. we don't have uh, what it takes to fly the planes. And, and this, is, this is upsetting for me. And in mm. actual fact, uh, we are going to take actions against him because he, he cannot continue and, and be left alone like that because it's wrong for him to continue perpetuating lies that he continued to do uh, on the radio stations and on TV without being challenged. Let me ask you, Potejo, is there no way of conducting investigations so that we know exactly how and why Captain Kumalo uh, landed the way that he did? SAA has standard and procedures. Captain Kumalo, um, um, Captain Kumalo has filed a report out of that mm. flight. SAA has done its own investigation. CAA has pronounced itself with regard to this issue. It, the issue belongs to Ghana a Civil Aviation Authority. It does not belong here. The incident happened in Accra, meaning that the Ghana authorities should be able to take up this issue and do the investigation on their mm. own and report back to us in South Africa as a Civil Aviation Authority. And CAA will then pronounce itself after that. The, 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 that part has been taken care of by SAA itself together with the Ghana uh, uh, Civil Aviation Authority. Here at home, the incident that happened here was reported by Captain Kumalo to the SAA where he needs to, sub to, to report. And mm. the report is there with the SAA uh, um, uh, and C CAA as to incident uh, was reported by the captain. Mm. Ish. It's sad. It's a sta sad state of affairs, Putejo. Okay, Putako, we need to take a quick break and then we'll come back and, and conclude our conversation. Butterworth, we've got you covered on 97.6 FM. Feel good music. If you've just joined us, we're catching up with, with uh, Putehomo Jabile, our aviation expert. We're talking about all things aviation and particularly about how expensive ticket prices are becoming. Putako, was this expected? Yes, uh, you know, on this show, I always tell my listeners, you know what, one of the things that I like about this show is that uh, I'm being honest with my listeners here. And some of mm. them, they do come to my platform and, and say thank you for, for making us uh, uh, aware of these things. And I did say uh, in the past that uh, the airline tickets are going to be very much uh, expensive. And it is indeed very expensive at the moment. Um, you know, just over the weekend, um, I was talking to a good friend of mine and actually showing him how expensive tickets are. Yesterday, if you wanted to fly to Cape Town, you would uh, one way you'd pick you pick up a, a ticket for about five thousand to one way to Cape Town. Um, that's what uh, uh, the prices have came mm. to. It, it's it's very expensive, and it's not just a, a locally. And I think some of the international airlines as well have increased, but. Uh, there are quite a number of reasons why the uh, air tickets are expensive, especially locally. One of the reasons is that uh, 
with a 40% market share that Comair left. So what the airline does is that they've got the three categories of the tickets uh, that they always put uh, up for for grabs. Um, so you'd have a, 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 you know, a low cost, which is a very low, and the second will be a mid, and then you've got the high. Now, what mm. the airlines does here is that they allocate a percentage of what they would call category three tickets. Uh, they will probably say on a on a one aircraft they will allocate maybe ten percent or twenty percent depending on uh, who else is offering the same sort of prices uh, on the market at that particular time, and um, so they 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 use just their own discretion as to how they want to categorize the percentage or allocate a percentage on the flights uh, on that particular day. So in this case, uh, we're not even sure if they are allocating the, the right numbers of uh, uh, cheaper tickets on, on or category of cheaper tickets on that. So they are literally taking advantage of the situation at the moment. And uh, unfortunately, because we don't have a consumer a body that can safeguard this kind of practices within the industry, that's why we find ourselves in a situation where we are. It's going to be very expensive. If you are planning to take a, a flight to Cape Town with a family, a return ticket, you might find yourself paying up to 40000 for a people for people <laughs> traveling to Cape Town, and we haven't even started the holiday. Ah, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Certainly, um, I mean, uh, if you plan to take a, a holiday, I don't think it's going to be very easy for you to take a holiday at the moment. Um, oh. I think it's too expensive. People need to wait a bit until the situation has, uh, uh, you know, improved. Uh, on and how long is that wait? How long is that wait? We don't know. I will. Uh, we will keep on monitoring the situation, depending on how um, well schools are still closed and there's a bit of uh, money to be made for the airlines, so they're taking advantage of that. Yeah. Okay. So you let us know. Okay. So this is an interesting one. What happens, ne, when airlines provide us with the wrong information, especially when it comes to boarding gates and flight numbers? So Airlink is very much uh, um, synonymous with that. They're very much uh, guilty of that. Um, uh, just one of uh, last week, I received a call from one of the listeners and uh, asking me this question, that he has been provided with a boarding pass, uh, sending him to a, a particular gate. Mm. He went and waited into that gate and um, suddenly there was no information. And then he decided to step up and go and find out uh, I mean, the flight should have been leaving now. Where is the aircraft? And I said, mm. no, the flight has been closed and you've been uh, offloaded. We are oh boarding in a certain gate. But there was no information that was provided uh, for him. And then he was then sent to uh, checking encounters to go and try and rebook uh, uh, or put on another flight. And then when he got there, he said, no, your ticket is not longer valid. You, you must have go to buy, buy another ticket. ticket. Yes. Ah. Uh, and and Airlink did not provide any information whatsoever for a poor guest that was traveling there. And uh, he had to be booked into another airline the following day, and he paid a fresh new amount. So there are a number of uh, places where you can go and complain about this thing. You can, uh, if you don't have an insurance, you you can take it up with your insurance. If you do have insurance, you can take it up with your insurance, but you, you can write up to IATA International and then uh, lay your complaint there because that's where you you report the uh, these issues. But airlines are very common uh, with that because they're trying to make money out of your misery. And that's oh. why you find these things happening in, in most of them. But Airlink is very much 
very much. They like doing that a lot. I have experience of that myself as well. In fact, my ticket, when I was traveling out this past weekend, my ticket didn't have my, my gate number and all of that. They had said that I must check the overhead displays and they would be able to guide me as to which gate and, you know, which gate to go to to board my flight. Yeah, you see, if, if it's like that, then it's easier because you know you've been conscientized that yeah. you don't have a boarding gate, so you're going to have to go look at the, those boards, stand there, look at the boards and where it's going to be boarding. In that case, it's very clear. Uh, but in this case, you were sent to a particular gate. If you're not a yeah. flyer, you may not be able to know all these things. And, and that's why people sometimes, they, they get frustrated when they need to fly. And these are the things that chase our customers away when they're supposed to be flying. Yeah. So Lelo has a, a hot question for you. Lelo? Hey, Putya, how are you doing? Thank you, Nati. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? Good. I'm, fant- I'm good, man. I'm good. Look, Putya, you know, whenever like I take a flight, I'm always concerned about what I see where, let's say, a passenger, because of the type of seats that they have in the airplane, one passenger would be like sitting and then sometimes you find that the passenger sitting next to them is really someone who is, let's just say, very generously built. Now, in that <laughs> sense, what's the recourse for the passenger sitting next to them to say, can they actually ask maybe to be moved to another seat? Or, you know, what's the recourse there? <laughs> yeah, I like your your use of English there generously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this man knows English. Huh? Yeah, look... Um, uh, we pay for a weight. Uh, when you have your luggage, you pay for a, for a, your bag. And uh, I mean, if you've got the 50 kilos, when you are limited for 22 kilos, mm. uh, you know, you pay extra and, and so on. But unfortunately, inside the cabin, there isn't set rule as to whether uh, you are bigger than what you're supposed to be. And, and, and you know, you, you are going to be sitting next to Lelo, who's uh, size 32, and then you're sitting with somebody who's 100 and something kilos uh, mm. over there. Unfortunately, there isn't anything. If you are allocated the seat, you are allocated the seat. So you're going to have to, unfortunately, put up with that. But usually the Kevin crew, uh, they do sometimes assist where possible. Uh, but generally, there isn't anything that you can do. Um, but, I mean, you're going to have to be comfortable for the next two hours if you fly in two but hours. But the thing is, when you're not comfortable because this person is actually encroaching into your space now, well, unfortunately, there's, there's, maybe I need to go do a bit of a research and ask what, what can be done. But airlines don't have rules as far as... Sharing is caring, Potejo. Sharing is caring. We must just share the space together. Potejo, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. That's Potejo Mujapili, our aviation expert.